Hello and welcome to the Optional Review, yeah. episode number one. One? Oh my god, we're starting all over. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. The Optional Review is our new show where we take a look back at a piece of entertainment that you have recommended to us and we talk about it. As always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. Hey. So for season one... Oh. Bless you. We got a a live audience. (laughs) We got a live audience. (laughs) For season one of the show, we are taking a look at Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans. Uh, That was the one you guys decided on for us to watch. Because it's a democracy. Yeah, that's right. you guys chose wrong. (laughs) Right. We wanted wanted to watch Golden Kamui. I'm not going to lie. I might still watch it anyway. Uh, Uh, Well, maybe we'll save it. Yeah, maybe we can save it. Today, we are specifically talking about episode one, Iron and Blood, and episode two, Barbatos. Yeah, Barbatos. Not Barbados. Not Barbados, which is what I thought it was. So, uh, I guess before we jump into our dissection of the first episode, right. uh, what is your history with the franchise? Um, are you familiar? How familiar are you with yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I kind of got introduced to a lot of, like, Japanese culture as a third grader. It was all, like, it was a blast. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had a friend who was uh, Chinese in descent, and he had all this access to shit that I didn't mm, know about. So, I learned about, like, anime, like, literally, like, Dragon Ball Z I was like, what is it? Like, his dad used to draw characters on, like, seashells. I remember, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, like, I would see that. So he had all these, like, Gundam figures and stuff like that, and he introduced me to Final Fantasy VII and, like, all this yeah. stuff that I had no idea because he would just go to, like, Chinatown and, like, have all this shit just uh, readily available. <sighs> Fire. Like, yeah, he had all this cool, cool shit, like, all these little figures and, like, really cool stuff. Like, um, what's that uh, turn-based... Uh, real-time strategy game with the spacemen, marines, space marines, and the brood, and uh, Warhammer. Nope, the other one. It's Japanese. Uh, I guess it's Japanese. I don't know if it's Japanese, but he had all that shit. Okay, just um, I didn't know anybody with that stuff, so it was like the coolest thing. It was just like all at once, though. So he had all these things, and he bought me a Gundam, uh, kit, like a set, a little snap together kit. Nice yeah, for my birthday, like for my uh. Fourth, so eight, ninth birthday. Wow. And uh, we were in the Boy Scouts together and stuff like that. So, like, I was just like, I don't know what this is, but it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. And I opened it up and it was just a gray pieces. And I was like, I don't know what to do what with it. the fuck is so this? I built this gray thing <laughs> and I just had it on my desk for years. Yeah. And then um, in like sixth grade, I was in Borders and I saw um, uh, Gundam Wing uh, and I picked it up and I bought that. That's where it Manga, started. yeah, and I was just like, "That's this is cool." And then nice. um, Endless Waltz was my one of the first ones I, yeah. I had. So I, I, I know nothing about Gundam is what I'm trying to say. Sure, sure, sure. And then um, as it got older, Toonami had uh, G Gundam, and I was like, "That's probably still my favorite." I heard, Gundam. That's, the, I heard that's a good one. Yeah, Heather told us that was a good oh, one. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. was like, "I yeah. I only know G Gundam." You got the yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, "All right, cool." Um, but that was like that's pretty much my extent. Like, if it's not just fighting. I don't know too much about what you call it. I don't even know what Endless Waltz is about, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the government Gundam wing yeah, is exactly. about. Yeah, what yeah, is yeah. what is it all about? I but, ch- um, yeah. what about you? Uh, yeah, mine is very similar. So I I kind of sort of grown up watching anime by way of like reruns and weird mashed together things and and uh, videotapes that I <clears throat> discovered at local mom and pop shops yeah. of like and and older cousins and friends of, of my siblings who have showed me like yo watch this fist of the north star yeah. too. <laughs> i was like just forever traumatized um but then as i got older on toonami is when the first i think one of the first memories i have of seeing 
uh, Gundam. I, I previously like I knew what it was right, like knew, by name. That's Gundam. <clears throat> that's yeah. Gundam. Yeah, like I knew that it was a a Gundam on screen. Right. And um, and uh, yeah, and so that was sort of my introduction into the series. And Gundam, I, I was initially drawn to it as a child by just the action and the idea of it. Like I like the idea of these like giant robots fighting each other. But what I didn't know, having rewatched it as an adult fairly recently, at least like the first five episodes, I want to say, it's very. Uh, uh, complex and it's very very dense in terms of like the amount of backstory and lore and intricacies in terms of like the politics involved like yeah, the first factions. episode is about a coup like it's yeah. about a revolution a revolution um which is actually kind of which is actually kind of dope so yeah so my expectations going into this one i knew that it was going to be pretty dense and and it was going to be about i also had previously full disclosure i've watched like the first five or six episodes of this series mm-hmm. so i have some familiarity with it i know you have too right like first episode or at least yeah well because all in one day all in one day yeah because i was like falling asleep oh right right as i was watching it so i had to restart it like three different times i was like oh i do remember this yeah but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know anything about it but like you said i was once this got selected i was kind of like because i know <laughs> every time i've tried to get into gundam it's right like outside of g gundam it's always been this like chore for right because you, yeah. you do have to pay attention and that's not necessarily how i like to intake I know, uh, like take notes and shit. Yeah, I mean, you just kind of have to know, like, that this is a political thing, and it's saying more about the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Than you know, than like a regular kind of fluff anime. I don't know. No, yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely like one of those uh, animes where. <clears throat> Even if you like answer a text and you look back up, you missed you one missed exchange. Yeah, you that happened this lot. morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to rewind it a couple of times because I, I like would look at Instagram or something, or I'd like look at a, a tweet notification that I got. And I'm, like, and I'm oh, like, let me oh, run wait, that back. What happened? What did I just miss? Who like, is that? Yeah, exactly. So it's it's a lot of like you have to pay attention, and yeah. I, you should be kind of doing that anyway with with these kind of shows. But uh, this one in particular is really interesting. So like jumping right into episode one of Iron Blooded Orphans, um, it kind of starts off relatively slow as most anime and, yeah. and I guess especially Gundam shows do because it's a lot of world world building that has to take place. And, and this one in particular, um, it takes place on Mars. So um, at least that's kind of where we find our, our sort of gang at, at the moment. Um, <clears throat> they're a part of a... Um, so this is taken from the Wikipedia. It is the year 323 post-disaster, set more than 300 years after the Great War between Earth and Outer Colonies, known as the Calamity War. So it always, like, these shows always sort of take place after something has happened or, yeah. like, in the midst of this, like, long history that we're supposed to just magically know about. <laughs> uh, so Mars, it says, Mars has been successfully terraformed and colonized by humans. However, even with this technological advancements, the humans on Mars crave freedom against the government of Earth and seek to improve their livelihoods. Furthermore, while most of Mars' nations have received autonomy, the planet is virtually dependent on Earth for economic development and many living in impoverished conditions. Speaking of which... Uh, so going into the episode one, we've, we we're following this like group of like child soldiers that were, yeah. um, that they're working at this like mining outcropping place, like mining place. And, but they specifically work under the direction of these adults, like these like group of adults who are going to play a big part later. Cause I've already seen some of this before, but, um, you see that they have this like really checkered past of like having experience and been a part of like violent exchanges on the battlefield right. as children. So like it definitely has shaped who they are now as like, I guess, preteens or teenagers. Right. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we're, not, we're, not, we're not entirely yeah, sure. I mean like the, uh, the opening scene is uh, one of the main characters murking an adult. Yeah. With a gun. 
Yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And that, and, <laughs> and that kid who I, I guess we're so far, we're presumed. So like now jumping into our, our first bullet point characters. Yeah. That is like the, sort of our first uh, like anchor. Although those two characters in particular are our first anchors in terms of like who we're supposed to, uh, I guess, follow, follow in the story. Yeah. So um, I'm blanking on their names. Or- Orgo? It's, yeah, and it's something with an M. And then uh, Mikazuki. Okay. And Orga. Um, okay, those are so the So Orga is the tall, white-haired dude. Right. Blonde-haired. Uh, and then the uh, the guy who murked the, the, the guy is the Mikazuki. Yeah. And, he and seems he, like a prodigy of some sort. Yeah, and, and he also seems like this sort of, yeah, like prodigy, but also like a weird sort yeah, of... He has like emotionless, this Yeah, yeah. Kind of, you know, that anime trope of like, I'm a crazy kid. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You've, we've seen this character before, right. but I think there's a little bit more to him because he's not just that cold-hearted. Yeah. He's not super, like, cut off, but he has that to him. Like, there's sure. something... He's, like, a very... Lo- like, there's, like, that scene... I think it's in the... S- I think it's in the first one when uh, the other character, the daughter of, like, the... I guess, like, the president or something like that. I, for- yeah. I forget what she's the daughter of. I should I should have, like, taken way better she's notes. She's, like, in charge of, like, the Mars peoples. She's, like, the president She's, of like, them. their representative or yeah. something, right? <clears throat> so, yeah, so she... Uh, oh, yeah, so... Yeah, you're right. That guy's name was. Because oh, so her name is Kudelia Ina Bernstein. Bernstein. Yeah, however you want to say it. And um, so <clears throat> there's that there's that exchange. I believe it's in the first episode where she like goes to shake his hand, and he he refuses, and he turns around. I and, think that's and, in the second, that's episode. second yeah. episode. But, but yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like an example of him being like logical and not necessarily being like you know I guess compassionate. Compassionate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird because like the you can sort of start to see the the seed being planted of what we can expect in terms of their like he's like loyal and just answers and does whatever they right. need and he he's like um willing to sort of sacrifice whatever in the need of like the the greater good which is i think an interesting um sort of first <clears throat> sign of what we can come to expect in terms of the themes that they want to relate to us, which is basically like these children know, <laughs> I made a joke about into the breach last week about like whenever, whenever I lose a pilot, I go, they knew, they knew the risk. Yeah. That's, uh, I like that. Yeah. So I feel like they all, this that's also being communicated here where like the soldier idea of like being the one on the battlefield, like they know that like they're not going to live forever. Yeah. And then they do make a couple of remarks in the first episode about being expendable. Right. And being like kind of the decoys and, you know, these, these, uh, cannon fodder. Right. Um, so I, I guess it sets up the, the first episodes seemed really short, but, um, it sets up this, these two different factions. So we have the people of Mars trying to get their independence, this mining outcrop who are basically chosen to escort this woman to earth right. for the, her meeting with like earth defense force. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and she chooses these kids because they're like, fit, like literally like the embodiment of like the colonies. Like right. they, they were born and raised there. They don't know earth. Right. So like, yeah. So it also, she wants to be more of the people. Right. So she's like, Oh, I need to, I, w- I want to get down in the dirt with them. And you know, I want to show that there is, this is the representation that we want. So I want all kids. I want them to take me to earth. Yeah, and you can sort of see the the beginning of her arc too, right? Where right. she's like this naive, uh, like cat. aristocrat, yeah. yeah, who's like who doesn't know the ins and outs of what it's really like on the battlefield, and now like these ragtag, and maybe they'll learn from each other. Yeah. Who knows, right? Um, so it's pretty. I'm actually really into the setting so far, and like where the plot is starting to go. Yeah, where I like the idea of the like where the themes of colonialism like may head. Yeah, you ever watch uh, the Expanse? 
No. Uh, it's a good show, but basically it's that. It's okay. like, it's the same idea. It's like, we have Earth, it's old and washed and very rigid and like very America, right? right? Yeah, And yeah. then we have, or Britain, right? And then we have the outer colonies and that's everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. And that's like Mars, that's... uh. Mercury, I think they have a colony there, and like, and then the asteroid belt. I hear that show's pretty good. Actually. It's good. It's dark, but it's it's really good. But uh, anyway, it's like you have these uh, these lines clearly drawn, and you're like, I already know who I want to root for, but I'm hoping it's a little bit deeper than that. Yeah, 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 for sure. And that's what I'm kind of looking to get out of this. Same. Um, I, I kind of want to. I hope they make it so that I can feel for the other side as well. Right, because that's war, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, like the 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 show, at least for the pilot, yeah. in, in my opinion, it definitely like picks up speed really quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's also very violent too. Like, there's there, there's that scene in the I think the first episode when they when they're right about to get uh, ambushed, uh, where the two kids get sniped, sniped? in the head, yeah. and you're like, whoa! Well, I was like, oh, this is happening right now. Yeah, they could just. Boom! Yeah, They're just yeah, like yeah. sniped in the head, and then the ship pops off, and it really, yeah, and then it starts to happen. It, it kicks into gear, and like I really like the speed in which like you see, uh, and at first you don't know that they have that 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 Gundam that later appears, and you're like, oh, this is cool. You, you get to see like the progression of like maybe one day they'll discover like sort of like Voltron. I remember Voltron being a thing where like eventually they, they discover the Voltron thing. Right. It becomes like a long drawn out process, but like I, I thought it was like a derelict thing that they had in the basement. You oh, know? we see it because yeah, you see it in the very it. like in the very beginning. They're right. like, "What are you doing in this room? Yeah, it's, it's, supposed to be here. it's not supposed. To, yeah, it's like you're not supposed to be here. So, um, you know, it's coming, but you're like, how are they going to get this thing out? Right? Yeah, yeah. And it's cool too because like when um, I think it's in the second episode. I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. I don't think they reveal it later. But at least in terms of like the first episode, seeing it in action is really cool because you're like you're see- and and it's it's interesting to us because like we we appreciate those older designs that like i guess in their world those things look ancient they look like you know yeah a fucking irock or something yeah, like, yeah what the hell is this <laughs> thing happening on the battlefield and then like but to us like oh it's pretty cool like it looks fucking awesome but uh to the other pilots who are just like killing everybody on, on the battlefield like in terms of like the kid and stuff mm-hmm. um so there's also like a really cool moment where one of those pilots realizes that they're killing kids yeah and he has this really like the lieutenant yeah, and 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 after the 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 kid piloting the Gundam, he's just like destroying them. He decides to like retreat, and I think part of that is because he was just like not comfortable. He was with, super cut off guard of like, oh shit, wait, hold on, he's doing kids, kids now. Yeah, yeah, that's that's too much, and right. I think that's going to be the character to represent the heart of the other side. Right, that's the first introduction. In the second episode, we kind of leave on a cliffhanger of like, uh, kind of fast forwarding a bit. Um, I'm just jumping around. Yeah, yeah go um, for it. The girls, I think, is is her her father that sends him back to kill? Yeah. No, 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 no. Or somebody oh, no, else. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's another. He's like of the alliance of some shit. I don't right, know right. what the, the fuck. It's like the Galahorn. Yeah, the Galahorn yeah. uh, people. And um, basically, he set up this coup to kill her to gain more distaste for the Martian co- company, you want to build more unrest. That's what that was the whole plan. It's like, okay, we're going to attack this base. She gets killed, at, you know, as, as a did, symbol. As a yeah. symbol. No one knows who did it because we'll, we'll just clean up. Um, but since they retreated, he's like, "These are kids. She's also there. What are we doing?" Right. Um, but it, it ends on it ends on a cliffhanger of him being like, "Now I gotta fucking kill kids, and I gotta do my duty." Right. Right. right he's right. like, "Now I'm ready." 
he lets his understudy or whatever the guy who's beneath his command like chill out i i don't want this on your conscience you right. don't need to be stained by this but i'm an old i'm still in the military and i have to follow orders right which is fucked up because yeah. that's, i think that's a lot they do that yeah. you know a lot and like it's like damn man yeah there's there's like a there's, you're just another arm you know there's like, a really interesting like uh and i've seen it happen i've seen it show up in various anime where like even my hero academia and, uh, and other shows where like um there's like this rebellious nature to mm-hmm. disregarding your superiors especially especially in this case like with the kids um the elders there's, yeah. a, there's always like a a thing that happens where it's like don't listen to the elders let's do what they don't let's like let's do what they tell us not to do mm-hmm. and in this case there's a, there's a very obvious distrust um between the two and then like the kids realize what's going on and then they sort of take matters into their own hands which is very cool right that's kind of how they that's kind of how they survived up until then in the first place right it's just like sort of Standing being together. scrapping yeah. banding together they've never needed someone else to, to, to it, bail them it's out it's very lord of the flies like right yeah, yeah it's yeah. like we're, we're choosing our leader it's clearly orga yeah you know um and then we got uh mikazuki and the the other four dudes we have like biscuit is like mm. the, the large the heavy set. of yeah. course his name is biscuit. yeah yeah <laughs> um he was just, he's like my favorite character right now anybody named biscuit is a great, <laughs> nice. great person um and uh the other guy who's like kind of like a loyal loyal to a fault he's like i'm gonna follow whoever yeah oh that guy i like yeah i also like his art design because he has like very short spiky black hair yeah he looks like a 90s anime character. yeah he looks like brock yeah yeah exactly <laughs> he looks like brock um, um but, but yeah. yeah so he's he's very loyal to fault so they have that crew right and that's clearly who the kids will listen to right that because they're the kind of standout you know stars they're our stars of this this uh anime so far right and they're like all right let's stage our own mini coup how do you guys feel about it if everybody's not on board then we won't do it right that's fucking dope. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> I love yeah. that. It's cool because it, like, now you're going to see the dynamics between like, it, you know, if they would have listened and followed orders, then, you know, who knows where things could have gone. How do you feel about um, uh, Orga and uh, Mikasuki's um, relationship? Do you feel like, I got the sense of like, Orga is like kind of his older brother, but yeah. also he feels like he owes him something. Yeah, there's definitely this, like, sense of loyalty there that comes with, like... And it goes beyond the kids, the rest of the kids. It's, like, these two. Yeah, they're isolated. If we have to, I'll just go off with... uh, Us two, we're we're out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's what, like, the opening scene is supposed to communicate to us is that, like, they've been at it since they were children. Like, somehow they're either related or they they sort of leaned on each other to get through whatever they needed to get through. And um, what's interesting is that, like... Yeah, that dynamic is is definitely unique to the rest of the group, right? And uh, you know, even larger than that, like of course, like with the organization. But I guess for episode one as a pilot, wh- what were your sort of final thoughts on it as a whole? I thought it was cool. It was a nice little setup. Um, it did do the job of making me want to get right to the right, get right into it. You know, like right. continue. Yeah. Um, uh, so like I thought it did its job pretty well. Yeah. Um, I wish they were a little bit more clear about like who we were, t- who was talking, because like we have the in- two inspection guys that are flying to the space station right. to check in on the Gallahorn people. Sure. And it's like, who are they actually? Like they're inspecting what? They're just inspectors. Like yeah, what? Yeah. What is the deal? And then we have the army, the Earth army. Oh, the I guess the Gallahorn people who are on Mars already. Um, so it's like, are they based on that? On they are they on Mars already? 
Like, yeah, they don't a show of, a lot of traveling. They don't. Sure. I wish that was just a little bit more clear, like the lines of like what's going on. Sure. I think if you already watch a lot of Gundam shit, you'll probably kind of pick up on that pretty fast. Right. I'm sh- I'm sure there's like other shit like that, but um, yeah, I, I think it did its job fairly well. Yeah, I was I was a little hesitant about revisiting this series just because I, I I had similar. Um, hesitations about like how much do i need to know about the series as a whole like yeah where does this fit inside the canon but i don't think that like it matters at all i think like this is its own self-contained story as far as i can tell so far it's like it's its, its own thing and uh i do like how the show how this pilot ends with the with the gundam coming in and just like wrecking the one and you're like oh shit they have the access to the gundam like that they can actually use it it like jumps right in right they don't have to like f- discover who is who and whatever it's like no that kid that kid uh, presumably probably like 13 or 14 years right. old is piloting this Gundam and um, it ends on a bang and it, 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 it's like, Oh, okay. Now we're talking like now it, now it definitely sets up it. the stakes well enough that it's not too dense. Like if you try to rewatch Gundam wing where there's like so yeah, many lot. different things. Yeah. It's oh. a lot. So yeah, I, I think this is a, a better um, so far. Yeah. Uh, it's a better introduction for me to Gundam. It kind of like quieted the storm when I was like, you know, I was a little bit reluctant to watch it, to be honest. Same, same. <laughs> I waited until the last minute yesterday, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched then, it this morning. <laughs> and then the second episode, I watched it this morning, so. Yeah, I watched it, I watched it back to back, so it's still pretty fresh in my head. But. Yeah. So, moving on to episode two, Bar- uh, Barbados, yeah. which we learned is the name of the actual Gundam. Gundam, right. Um, which is apparently old. It's apparently old. And I'm like, wait, what? That's the old one? That's the cool looking one. What? And you know what's cool, though? Like, there, there's like, that moment where he, like, uh, so in, in the, I think it's the beginning of the, or the, the end of the last episode, he runs out of fuel. Yeah. And it's it's pretty cool because uh, um, the the guy, I think it was the actually lieutenant. episode two, the it guy was, who, like, fuels the, yeah, the shit. He's the like, oh, I forgot. Dude. Yeah, he's like, I forgot to put fuel in it. And um, it's kind of cool because it, it reminds, it sort of, like, grounds the Gundams in a way. Like, we, I don't ever remember, like, characters having to worry about fuel yeah, or whatever. I mean, are, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. It's like these are machines, they're right? In vehicles, so yeah. it's like, yeah, they do have to fuel up. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. And then, and it's there's like, like so the we're moment, gonna have to do maintenance on this. Yeah, <laughs> and like there's a moment where he like when he kneels like as the Gundam, he like loses power, and there's a close up on the on the Gundam, and you can see like the scars and the scratches on it, and it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like usually you see them like really polished and shiny, fresh, yeah. but here it's like this old weathered Gundam, but it was able to do work, right? Like he was able to really like you know kill with it, and. What we learn later in this episode is that, like, the way he's, like, hooked up into it, they, like, modified it in a way that it reacts to... It, it works with whatever technology he has on his in his spine. Right. But it does have, like, some negative effects on his body, which is interesting. It's, like, this sort of, like, this Batman uh, scenario where, like, yeah, he's going to be... It's going to kill him over time. Yeah, it's very much to the matrix thing. It's like, yeah, whatever happens to you in the Matrix is going to happen <laughs> to you. You know, you're getting hurt. Right. And you're exerting yourself to beyond your limits. You're used to fight using the, the, the ground ones, you know, with just the guns. Right. Those are fine. But now, where you, you know, you're using that. I think they're going to go a lot more because they did mention that, like, this is the reason that they're using kids' soldiers. It's because their bodies can handle more. That's wild. That's fucked, it's fucked up. up. It's fucked up, man. Yeah. And, like, the... I don't know. They, the anime usually does a really good job about, like, making you hate a character. Like... Like the the uh, the the adult in their army or whatever. Oh, I fucking hate them. Oh my god, those the worst. Guys. Yeah, those two guys. It's like, oh fuck. When man. they're beating up on uh, what's his name? Orga. Orga. Yeah. yeah. When they're like beating him up, and, and he's like, he's like, no, I'll take the hits. Like I'll take the lumps. Yeah, just me. Yeah, that was so cool. And he's just so like proud, and you know, he talks about it. And I don't know. I, I I'm I'm into it. I'm into the character so far. Yeah. Um, I want to see more from the other cast. A lot more. I'm not really into the the girl though. 
Yeah. I'm more into her assistant. Like, what was she doing? Because she, like, ran off to go oh, send a message right. back to the father or something like that. And it's like... Uh, so she might be up to something. Right. Is she up to something? Some, some but she seems pretty loyal to her... Um, her uh, what do you call that? Uh, regent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do. I do like that moment where um, she, when she's talking to Mikazuki, mm-hmm. and she goes like, well, "He's like, kind of doesn't really care about the effects that the machine's gonna have on his body, and he doesn't care about really like dying or whatever. He's so like flippant about it." And she goes like, "Don't you like care about your precious life or whatever?" And he turns around and he goes, uh, "Of course I do, but I also understand that like my sacrifice is." worth so much more right uh and it's just interesting like peek into the into like the mind of how he operates in terms of like yeah he cares about surviving but he also doesn't mind that he dies because he knows he's going he's going out doing something like to affect real change in a way that's like kind of crazy i i yeah i already have my own really like hard thoughts about like the military and stuff like that absolutely my own experience and how they take kids so young yeah especially from like disenfranchised in poorer parts of the country and that's all they have right and so they're like basically you're we'll treat you you'll be in better circumstances but basically you're sacrificing yourself yeah you know? and, and they and then still some pride or whatever and i don't know i, I i'm very conflicted on that stuff sure you know? sure i so. think i think that's what these shows kind of do yeah, right? right it's like <clears throat> it's an interesting anime for various reasons but this has this presents the idea of like you're saying like military and, and colonialism and, and child soldiers and like mm-hmm. all these different things that are like it's entertaining from like a entertainment popcorn anime type thing but then when you sit down and think about it like we are now it's like oh that's really messed up yeah it's yeah. like it's a larger it speaks to a larger issue of like what these kids are really doing out there and what yeah. they're sacrificing in the long term um and <laughs> did you uh at the end of the show did you listen to the outro no. Oh my god. It like the lyrics are like Oh no. Orphan Tears. It's like Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's rough. Like yeah. right off the bat, I was like, I'm out. Like, <laughs> I had to turn it off super quick. I was like, I don't want to hear this song. Yeah, so I mean like uh, so then the sh- that episode in particular, I forget how it ends. I forget where it leaves uh, off. So it leaves off uh with the two inspectors. Oh right. Uh on the station for the Gallahorn. For the Gallahorn people, and basically they're they know that there's something's up. They right. know that they're up to something. They're like, all right, we're going to inspect. They're clearly hiding something. Yeah, because they're working on their own accord. Right. Yeah, right. So they're not like, I think they're just going to be on, they're not, yeah, they're not on anybody's side, I don't think. Right. I don't know yet. They're like a rogue. We'll see. I, I, they have like this sinister kind of bit to them. So there's probably like an, another level out sure. beyond, you know, because it's like so many different uh, viewpoints. But like this is the the widest right. I think so far that we've gotten, and uh, these guys represent that. It's like there's something that's way more powerful than Gallahorn, than the Mars people, all that stuff. Yeah. So we'll see that, and then it ends with uh, Homie stepping into his Gundam and going to go kill some kids. Yeah. Which is pretty. Uh, it's rough, man. Pretty intense. Yeah. Um, but I'm into it. Like, it, it definitely made me want. I was like, oh, I should just jump into the third episode, but I didn't. I was like, let me just pump me, the brakes. Like, a yeah, bit. let me pump yeah. the brakes. I'll wait till next week. Yeah. Yeah. I also want to wait a little bit, of, like a, a little bit until, like, you know, maybe we get some uh, discussion happening in the Discord and yeah. in, our, in our anime channel, which I'll now actually rebrand as the review channel. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm invested. I'm invested so far. I feel okay. like um, I. 
always am into uh, shows that don't involve like you know, as much as I like my hero and all these other shows that involve like magical powers and stuff, I really do appreciate shows that are grounded in the sense that like there isn't magic. There aren't like, you know, mm. super natural, fantastical, shit. fantastical shit. It's just like, I mean, granted, these robots behave and fight like they are, but it's it's really grounded. Like when a kid's bleeding, like there's a child bleeding in a, in a tank, essentially. Yeah. And there are these like political factions at war with one another i'm like super into that kind of drama like that game of war a uh, game mm. of thrones type of shit where it's like yeah like who, you don't know who to trust and like sometimes you have to like go against the you know the authority right. and i'm super into that kind of shit yeah i, I do love i that's what i was saying earlier like i hope they do kind of broaden it out beyond the kids and show us why why would somebody be okay with staging this cool why would someone be okay with killing kids like what is the what is at stake, right? You know, yeah. Like it's like when you, like like Game of Thrones, right? When you're in the the beginning season, you're like all Stark, and then you start to see from yeah, you know, Jamie's perspective, and you're like, oh, this is he's bound by duty and like family and shit. It's like I want to see that, you know. I want right. to see the overarching kind of. Yeah, I want to see more. Yeah, I, I agree. I totally agree. I want to see like the larger forces at play here that yeah. that all have vested interests and in, and are hopefully all as interesting. And also, um, I want to see more fucking Gundams. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I need more than that. Uh, b- uh, Barbados. Barbados. Yeah, I need more than Barbados for show. Yeah, for show. For show. Uh, I don't know. But Gundams are cool, man. Yeah, they're there's very like cool. no denying it. They're fucking They're awesome. Just really fucking cool. He's got like a scythe or whatever. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? What does this robot have? Yeah, why? Why does he have that? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So I guess in terms of predictions moving forward, what do you? I guess what are you hoping to see in the next one? I kind of already know where it's going because I've, I've seen okay. the first few yeah, episodes. Yeah, I mean, uh, kind of like I said, like I think uh, we're gonna see a little bit more of the other side. I okay. think we're gonna see maybe uh, a flip, um, with the lieutenant. Uh, maybe he'll like come to the other side, maybe oh. get captured or something like that, or like he'll have more interaction with uh, Mikasuki. So you don't think he's actually there to kill? I th- no, I think he's going there to do his oh. job. But I think that something might happen where you know he kind of sees and kind of maybe tries to lead them out of this life. You know, I don't know. Interesting. That's what I. That's how I would have wrote it. <laughs> all right we'll see um so yeah let us know what you think by emailing your questions and or comments along with uh yeah two questions at the-optional.com yeah. we'd love to hear from you the same email so you can just go ahead and drop in your drop comments in or whatever. also just talk about it in the discord um i'll probably pin any really cool predictions and or opinions and then i'll read them on the show next week so if you want to get in your opinion or whatever drop them in the discord yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll change the topic too so like I, I didn't know you could do this on discord you could like set the topic for a channel oh, and then cool. we can talk about it so i'll change the topic we can talk about it i'll pin some really cool comments and or questions and I'll, I'll leave them in there for next week but um don't forget so so a week from now we'll be reviewing episodes three and four yeah so if you want to catch up make sure you catch join up. us yeah join us let's talk about it we've been wanting s- to do this for a while yeah totally. And again we're gonna be a little bit rusty because i mean anime is not my like go-to same uh so i'm i'm learning a lot so yeah yeah, yeah and, and this is fun i don't know how yeah, like and maybe we'll like learn to love gundam in a yeah, way right. that we haven't really before so yeah, put us up on game if you know more that we're not, we're just missing. Yes. Yeah. And so hell, we know Gundam Double O. All right, relax. We know, we know. Pump the brakes, Jesus. Jesus Christ, old man. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for listening this week. Uh, catch the show every Wednesday morning. Well, next week, again, we'll be watching episode three and four. Uh, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play if you could take a minute to rate and review us. Again, as always, we'd really appreciate it. Um, 
Yeah, and I mean, we'll, we'll keep these outros short. Optionalpodcast.com. Follow us on social at the Optional NYC. Our music, though, is provided by our good friends, Bloom Waves. Yes. Uh, you can find their music at bloomwaves.bandcamp.com. You can also find, yeah, show them some love. You can also find them on Twitter and SoundCloud at Bloom Waves, uh, B L O O M W A V E S. Uh, check them out. Amazing music. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.